This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everything woke turns to Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> oh, God, I miss him. Oh, holy crap, do I miss that guy. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is our, our dumb little show, and uh, it's it's stinking Monday. The highlight of the weekend politically politically was uh, Donald Trump in Alabama. It's now become the meme heard round the world. <laughs> Can you say it any more plainly? Don't we miss this guy? You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. Everything woke turns to S. Donald J. Trump. How is he wrong? How is he wrong? How, that, that, is, uh, that is the statement of the age right there. Everything woke turns to S. I want to get that tattooed on my body. That might be my next my my, my next freaking tattoo, Chris. I'm gonna get that tattooed on my on my forehead. Everything woke turns to S. It is absolutely stinking true, man. And they brought up uh, that purple headed lesbian chick, Megan Rapa Rapa, whatever the hell her name is. I've already forgotten. He even said, said, well, as soon as she starts, as soon as she went woke, couldn't play soccer anymore, could she? They always look so disgusted at me when I call her a purple-headed lesbian. I don't know. She's, she don't think she's a lesbian? Well, I'm sure, yeah, well, yeah that's, I'm sure a, she's that's a, a well-known fact. She's a lesbian. You know? She's a purple-haired lesbian. I'm not saying all people with purple hair are lesbians. I'm just saying she is. And I've got nothing wrong with lesbians. Right. About, I don't like her. What about lesbians with purple hair? What about lesbians with purple hair? Is there a problem there? Or no, I don't have a problem with lesbians. So you're just noting that no, she... I'm noting that this right. one particular lesbian with purple hair is unpleasant as hell. Right. What if she had one eye and one horn and could fly? She'd be a purple hair. That's actually kind of sexy. A one-eyed... Well, now you got to say it for me, Chris. Oh, well... I forget one eye, one, one horse flying purple people eater. Purple le- soccer purple, ball kicker. Purple hill and lesbian. <laughs> well, she went woke and she turned to S. <laughs> you know what woke means. It means you're a loser. Everything woke turns to S. And if you think that's out of line, just look around you, man. <laughs> where Where is it working? Can somebody explain to me? Yeah, yeah, I'm taking your calls. We'll get we'll get to that crappy situation in Afghanistan here. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Let's just focus on the president's statement here, from uh, the, the former president's statement from Alabama. Let's just focus on this. Everything woke turns to S. What that what is what is woke that hasn't turned to S? What bit of wokeness has actually benefited the human race? The phone lines are open. I'm not being a jerk. I honestly want to know. 210-599-5555. What woke thing has happened in your life that made your life better? What woke thing, whether it's CRT, whether it's this constant whining about white people and whiteness, whether it's your freaking pronouns, all right? How has one person's life been made better by all this woke bullcrap? You tell me. You know, right? Antifa was going after the Proud Boys in Portland again because apparently Antifa understands, you know, the importance of wokeness. How did that work out for him? Again, I'm being serious. You tell me. Where has this woke crap made the world better? 
Because I'm not seeing it, man. I'm seeing quite the opposite. It seems like wokefulness just brings chaos and violence and hate. Uh, I can give you an example. Let me hear an example. How it's made my life better since all this started. Your response has given me some of the best laughs I've ever had in my life. (laughs) That's right, because I'm mocking wokeness. Right. And I sit here and laugh at you while you go on about it every day. Every single day. And to the point some days where it hurts. It hurts because I see your head start to turn red because I sometimes I can't see you before, you know, we got all the computers in front of you. And I know I'm being successful because I just see his bald head quivering and turning red, which means he's laughing his ass off <laughs> as I mock wokeness. So, so there's one benefit to all the Cracking Don Morgan up. That's about as it close. makes me laugh. That's about the best woke has done for any of us. It's woke-vid. Woke-vid. <laughs> it's a new variant. It's called woke-vid. There's no vaccine for it. Because you're a moron, and you can't get a shot for that, can you? Oh, if Pfizer would only come up with a moron vaccine, you know what I mean? You'd probably need a booster for that every six months. Everything woke turns to S. Again, how am I wrong? We're even getting woke with a freaking Taliban right now, man. Little kids are being trampled around the airport, right? We, we've now, they're, they're like, uh, they're like in, in the grunge era, you know, when guys from several different bands would join up and they'd start a new band, you know what I mean? Like, I'm starting to think one of the more famous ones, like when Chris Cornell hooked up with, uh, Slash. Oh, um, the Audio Slave was yeah, audio, audio Slave, you know. Now it's, it's, the, it was, it's, um, it's, it's Terrapalooza. Terrapalooza. Terrapalooza, because now, you know, we got some guys from Al Qaeda joining the Taliban, ISIS. They're, they're forming a big, ugly terrorist super group, you know, in this ring around Afghan, around the airport. Uh, you know, people are getting the crap beat out of them. They're getting shot. They're getting their teeth knocked out. Little kids are getting trampled. But, hey, it's all under control, man. Jihad Chella. Jihad Chella. That's what it is. <laughs> They'll set up kiosks. Donate to our cause and get your teeth knocked out. Teeth knocked out. right? Over. We got chicken on a stick and we'll knock your teeth out right over here. You know, and, and I, I mean, Saturday, I'm watching, or Friday, I guess, before I, I went into my, into my self-imposed news import, uh, you know, uh, moratorium, which I do every, every weekend. I just take a break. It's watching the president there with the bookends of, uh, Kamala Harris and was the secretary of state. They're very somber looking black masks. And Biden is just mumbling his way. Biden's sitting there with a binder. We're going to get everybody out as quickly as we can, Jim. Look, we're going to get you out. Um, let me call on a guy from NPR. Is that the question you asked? Sir, when you say that uh, everything is under control around the airport and you're getting people out on a regular basis, it doesn't quite square with what we're seeing on the ground. (laughs) This is the question you asked. Kamala Harris standing there. You couldn't see her whole face, which, you know, is a blessing in and of itself. But, Chris, did you pick up on her eyes? She's just like, oh, God. Like, I so don't want to be here. I so wish I was someplace else. This is so unpleasant. He's so not making sense. You know, I mean, she had to look at her eyes like she wanted to get the hell out of there. Ugh. I and I said on Friday I posted it. I didn't leave it up because I, I and I don't care what you think. I I delete most of my political posts. I don't leave them up. And I'll tell you one of the reasons why I don't leave my political posts up is because it's amusing to me to watch people write, you know, nine and ten paragraph comments on why I'm wrong or whatever, and then just delete, just make them go away because I have the power. So, but I I, I did post. I, I said maybe you felt this way too. For the first time in my life, watching Biden stumble through this lie fest, just a sack of jive, the whole thing. 
with Kamala Harris looking like she wants to crawl out of her skin behind him. For the first time in my life, I felt embarrassed to be an American. Not because I share any blame or that I blame the military or I blame anybody who was sacrificed in this 20-year-long war. But the face of who we are, these people at that moment were the face of who we are as a nation. And I was freaking embarrassed. Absolutely I was. Were you? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. President Trump said over the weekend, everything woke turns to S. <laughs> He's right, isn't he? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Brown. Brown, how you doing? Oh man, you know, not real good with the state of everything going on, man. I mean, you know, I mean, we got a president that's worried more about what's going on inside of our own borders to destroy us. Mm. You know, and I, it's scary to me, man, that we left so much equipment over there—guns, <sighs> bombs, and stuff—and you know. People that are worried about me getting a vaccination, I mean, you need to worry more about those people that got those guns and bullets now because that's a for sure death if you come across one of those people. And, you know, and by flying them all over the world and bringing them here to the United States along with our southern border, I mean, mm. this, this is the first time in my life that I have actually been afraid of a president. I have disliked some of them and their policies, but I've, I've always respected them. Because I always felt like they were going to do whatever they thought was the best for this country. We don't have that going on right now. And I am terrified that we are sitting here worried more about pointing fingers than, you know, right. trying to figure out how to fix this thing, man. I mean, getting people out to vote, I'm not even sure that's going to fix anything with the way that the Democrats are actually trying to hijack the elections, you know? Well, I, they, know, I think they I successfully, I, I think they successfully cheated the last election, which is why we have who we have. Exactly. And, you know, and padding up the numbers, letting people come in. We Ugh. know that people coming from the southern border were being ravaged down there. Mm. And allowing free access here. You know, I had a friend of mine who lives down in Eagle Pass, and, um, you know, she had a camera on her house. And between her house in the middle of the night, man, she counted almost 90 people who had Good God. Come between her house. And she said she's been down there for like 15 years. You know, and, and they expect to see something, but she says she's never seen a mass exodus of people like that. And, you know, that's terrifying that we have a president that whatever's going on, you know, it, it, it's mind-boggling, man. I had a person tell me, you know, at least we don't have mean tweets anymore. Really? <laughs> We're in more danger now than we are have ever been as a nation of collapsing upon ourselves, man. I've heard that so many times. People, it's actually an argument for people. Well, at least he's more civil and we don't have those ugly tweets. It's like, are you kidding me? We yeah, may not I mean, survive this president. Exactly. And I, I, I have a client of mine that's from Panama that hated Trump, man. I mean, all she did was just spit words of nastiness out about him all the time. And I saw her last week and she told me she said, if he runs again i'm voting for him and i'm thinking to myself <laughs> you know lady you know you actually are probably part of the biggest problem because she's got dual citizenship and votes here and in panama wow like, what? how is that possible i don't know but I, I know I, I talk, and I, I appreciate the, uh, the call, man. I, I, I do talk to more and more democrats who are equally as upset by what's going on because it's not just one thing Okay, it's not just Afghanistan, which is a horror show. It's a horror show that we're just going to cut bait on thousands of Americans and their colleagues out there. Not to mention geopolitically what that means for, for the United States and our enemies. Ugh, it's hard to even wrap your mind around it. We also have uh, growing inflation. We also have an open border. We also have COVID flowing across that border. And we have, you know, leadership at the state and city level in many, many places, including here, not at the state level, but at the city level, where they don't care how much COVID is rolling into this country, into this city. Uh, as we saw last week, if you're Clayton Perry and you even bother, you deign to bring that up. Well, shouldn't we be testing these folks for COVID? And you're a racist. See, so, yeah, it's bad on many different levels right now. 
I don't think we can survive uh, President Joe Biden, to be honest with you. Here's Brandon. Brandon, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, sir? Not too bad. What are you, what are you thinking, man? Uh, yeah, I think everything woke turns to S. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I listen to you guys every day. And I'm a... I'm a school teacher for the San Antonio Independent School District. Right. And the things that I see, the, the, it, it's incredible that uh, what they're doing to these kids. You know, I, I'll be honest with you. Right now, I'm on my way in. I'm resigning as, as a teacher. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. You're doing that today? I'm doing it right now. Oh, my God. And it's because of all this stuff that's going on? They're mandating, you know, the shot. Um, and if you want to get the shot, great. I spent a lot of years in the medical profession um, before I became a teacher. And, um, you know, it's not a tried and true thing, and it's not the best thing for everybody. And, and that's an individual choice. They are uh, going to mandate the shot. I guess mm. everybody heard uh, as of the 15th. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just it, the things that I see that they do to these kids. You know, we've got I've got students that are under the influence of narcotics that are being put in uh, in school suspension because they don't want to take them out and not get paid. You know, uh. I, don't, I don't I don't know what drugs they're under the influence of, obviously, but. Good God. I'm concerned about their health and their safety as opposed to whether or not the district's going to get, you know, 50, mm. 60 bucks or whatever it is they're going to get to keep these kids in, oh, in school all day. My heart breaks for you, man. We got. I got to run. So, you got something else lined up for yourself or what? All right, brother. All right, man. Well, good luck to you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to take a little break, and we'll come back and talk about that when we get back. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Happy Monday. Um, We're fairly certain that Joe is resting right now. Uh, we listed off pretty much everything that's wrong with planet Earth and the country uh, as it stands right now. So I want to let's take some calls here and see what you're thinking. Um, here's uh, Lee. Lee, how you doing? What are you saying there, Lee? You there? No? All right, let's try Craig. Craig, how you doing? How's it going, brother? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing fine, man. Ain't, ain't be defibrillating or nothing. I'm doing fine. <laughs> I try not to shock you. Okay. Hey, um, I, we, we decided to drive to Eagle Pass to go to the casino this weekend, and I thought it would be uh, a nice drive to go through Uvalde, which was a huge mistake because there are a – I just want to let everyone know, there is a zillion cops down there in that area and I was very happy to see it until I got pulled over. Mm. And I think that uh, he just pulled us over. He immediately said, I'm going to give you a warning. But they're just hitting random vehicles. And there's Border Patrol galore. And I just thought it was, I was refreshed to see it. Um, because like your friend who just called in and said he's resigning from uh, being a teacher, that should be local news. And I think that mm. our news people need to be covering Uvalde. It's close. I live in Castroville. Right, and the right. Stuff that's going on there is crazy. Well, you're not going to see it. <laughs> I hate to say it. <laughs> you know, our, 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 uh, you know, oh, God bless. You know, our, our, much of our local media uh, are toeing the line uh, uh, for the Democrats in general, and and you know it, and I know it. Uh, not here at KTSA, of course. Uh, you know, we we got one of the greatest news teams, newsrooms uh, in in the business. But uh, a lot of the, a lot of the other local folks are are kind of towing the line for the Democrats or towing the line for city leadership, and uh, it's sad. And I, I you know and I appreciate the call, man. Look, keep listening. I, it, the teacher we spoke to uh, just a few minutes ago, it breaks your heart. Uh, called us up on the air, and said he's heading out to resign as a teacher. 
I, I, I gathered it was uh, because of the because of the the, the COVID restrictions or the the vaccine uh, man the mandates for the vaccines uh, the vaccines the mandate for the vaccines. It's not just that uh, folks uh, in that field are. Uh, getting a little weary of the uh, critical race theory stuff and the whitey sucks stuff. And, you know, they're like law enforcement. They're just getting out of the business, man, I mean, in large measure. And you you see this with law enforcement as well, where they're not able to do their jobs. Uh, They don't have the money in many cities, and this is one of them, wants to... uh, defund the police uh, they did the very same thing in austin actually defunded the police i think by 50 percent and crime is uh is off the charts in austin so they're taken off and i think that's what you go back to trump's original statement that uh which is uh, brilliant and again i at least want to get it on a t-shirt that uh you know everything woke pretty much turns to s he's right and one of the aspects of turning to S is that good people who are professionals in their field, who are passionate about what they do for a living, on the one hand, educating young people, and on the other hand, protecting people and maintaining law, which is how you maintain a country, they're done. They're taken off, and I can't blame them. I can't blame any of them. It's sad especially when it comes to the teachers, because we need as many good teachers as we can get. But I think what, and I've heard this from a lot of educators, is that they're really just not able to teach. And that's not new. That's been growing for a while. I mean, I think you and I probably enjoyed the last generation. You know, I'm in my 50s. A buddy of mine hung out with a buddy of mine uh, this past weekend. Uh, we, we met in middle school, went through high school and college together and through life together. And, uh, you know, we came into the world through the public education system with a fairly well-rounded education. You had a solid understanding of history. You had a solid understanding of biology. You had a solid understanding of math, uh, social studies, civics. And and it's just they're not uh, critical thinking skills, composition, how to communicate in the English language. And it's just not there. Because now the education system has other priorities. And right now, the priority is this COVID thing and getting your kid behind a mask. Now, I, you can tell me, what, say whatever you want, but I, how does a kid learn, especially the younger you go, sitting behind a mask? We are completely screwing the kids over, and there's a part of me that thinks, well, the reason that the reason for this, honestly, is that... In the future, the man's going to need a, a constant source of victims and morons. Victims and morons who need to be told what to do, who want to be told what to do. And just like not having borders, okay, that's like not having, you know, not having having a population that uh, uses their critical thinking skills to question authority, to question what they're being told, to think on their own. You also lose a country that way. And it's sad. Everything woke turns to S. 210-599-5555. One more quick one. Here's Lee. Lee, how you doing? Good. I got a, I got a comment, mostly a comment. Uh, we all, everybody in the world knows that Biden is a coward. Yeah. But what really bugs me is his generals. They don't do anything. I mean, they should be going against that man. I mean, why are they? Why don't they resign too? I mean, I can't take it. I don't know. As far as top military leadership and the people that we're seeing on TV from these briefings, whether it's the Pentagon or Department of Defense, I don't know how they stand by. Yeah. And watch this crap happen. I, I it's. I, I don't know. I'm not a military person. You know, I have a great deal of respect for military folks. Uh, but I, it's, it's mind boggling to me as well. Yes, it is. Yep. So I appreciate the call, man. 210-599-5555. Let's take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. 
Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 107.1. Hang on, Heather. Chris and I was just discussing that, like, now once a day, and so mystified Don Morgan as well, I, I, I've been invited to roll down the hallway and go into uh, San Antonio Sports Star Studio, right, and hang out with, uh, oh, is this live? Hang out with uh, Rob Thompson and the guys. Is this live? All right, well, I'll, well let's listen to this uh, from the Pentagon. Wisconsin, Fort Lee, Virginia, Joint Base, McGuire, Dix, Lakehurst, New Jersey, and Fort Bliss, Texas. The total uh, number currently at these installations is approximately 1,200, and NORTHCOM continues to build out capacity uh, to ensure they are prepared to receive uh, more flights that will come in the next few days. This is absolutely a worldwide effort, uh, which hits several countries, multiple commands, and thousands of service members across uh, the joint force. Over the weekend, uh, the airport in Kabul remained secure. However, as many have seen already, CENTCOM released a statement regarding a, uh, an incident. To report as a, no U.S. casualties, a partner force or uh, coalition forces were involved, but regrettably, an Afghan security force member uh, lost his life. As the President uh, referenced last night in his remarks, we are in communication with the Taliban for the establishment and sustainment of several checkpoints to increase throughput and facilitate safe passage for individuals working to gain access to the airport. Today, the number of troops at the airport continues to stand at 5,800. Commanders on the ground continue to actively monitor threats. Uh, they are empowered to make the appropriate force protection decisions. As always, U.S. forces retain the inherent right to use force in self-defense. We are using all of our available tools to maintain the highest threat awareness, both in Afghanistan and throughout the globe. While this mission is not without risk, the safety of our personnel, American citizens and Afghan evacuees at risk is of paramount importance. To wrap up, we continue to make progress in the completion of this mission. Since the end of July, we have relocated approximately 42,000 people. Since the beginning of evacuation operations on August 14th, we have evacuated approximately 37,000. All of this progress stems from the teamwork, professionalism, and dedication of our military, our interagency colleagues, and our allies and partners. We know more hard work remains in the coming days, and uh, we're absolutely prepared to meet that challenge. Thank you. No questions. Okay. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, General Major uh, William Taylor. Major General William T Taylor, uh, the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Oh, and here's uh, here's that this little guy, <laughs> John Kirby from the Pentagon. Let's take a listen. Nineteen vaccines upon FDA licensure, or uh, by mid-September, to seek a waiver from the president. So now that the Pfizer vaccine has been approved, the department is prepared to issue updated guidance requiring all service members to be vaccinated. A timeline for vaccination completion will be provided in the coming days. Uh, the health of the force uh, is, as always, uh, our military and our civilian employees, families and communities is a top priority. Uh, so it's important to remind everyone that these efforts ensure the safety of our service members and promote the readiness of our force, not to mention uh, the health and safety of the communities around the country in which we live. Uh, a schedule item, uh, Secretary and uh, General Milley will be attending this afternoon the funeral for former Secretary of Defense uh, Donald Rumsfeld at Arlington National Cemetery. Mr. Rumsfeld served as the 13th Secretary of Defense as well as the 21st. He also served in the United States Navy in, 1950, in the mid-1950s as a pilot and a flight instructor, and he continued his service as a reservist until 1975 uh, when he became the Secretary of Defense for the first time. On behalf of the Department of Defense, we extend our deep condolences to his family, to his loved ones, and indeed to the country. Uh, with that, we'll start taking questions. Bob. Hey, John. Thank you. Um, on, the, on the Pfizer vaccine yeah. and the Secretary's intention to require it, he has not yet made that direction. And will the, did you say there's not yet a deadline for, for doing that? Well, I'm saying we're preparing, we're, we're preparing now uh, actionable guidance to the force. Uh, we're we're going to move forward 
making that max that vaccine mandatory. We're preparing the guidance to the force right now, um, and the the actual completion date of it. In other words, how fast we want to see it get done. We're working through that guidance right now. Okay. Can I ask you a question on Afghanistan sure. also? But, um, a couple things. One is uh, you've said, I think General Taylor said a number of times as well, that the military's uh, airlift capacity at the airport was in the, in the neighborhood of 5,000 to 9,000. <clears> I see now, you've now gone beyond that, at least yesterday. Yeah. Can you say what the capacity has grown to? And, and also, can you explain a little more about the perimeter issue that the general alluded to very briefly when the president yesterday said something to the effect that the perimeter had been moved back significantly right. to, to facilitate uh, entry. Right. Can you explain that? So a couple things, Bob. On the capacity thing, um, you, you're right. We had set a goal of uh, five to 9,000 a day. Yesterday we exceeded that. We're not taking anything for granted, Bob. Uh, we're taking this day by day. We'd love to see those numbers continue to rise, uh, but we're going to just take it day by day. There's a lot of factors that go into be able to reach that output capacity to include uh, temporary safe havens that you can bring these individuals to as they complete their screening. Um, and the screening is a big part of that. We have um, intelligence and law enforcement personnel uh, at these sites making sure that a robust screening is done of these individuals so that nobody comes in the United States that hasn't been uh, screened in a robust manner. Um, and so there's lots of factors that affect, affect throughput. Uh, we were very glad to see that we were able to get that number out yesterday, uh, but we're going to take it day by day, day so, by day. So the number uh, of aircraft that are available at Bainbridge? I think you, the number of aircraft was like 20, 20 was yeah. Uh, no, 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 but I mean, um, the same number of aircraft are about available on any given day. I mean, we, we can get up to on a given day, you can get up to about 30 C-17s. That doesn't mean that 30 are going to fly every day. And we were under that yesterday and still was able to get out, uh, we're still able to get out more than 10,000. And then the perimeter question? The perimeter question. And I think the general uh, addressed this a little bit in his opening statement. But without getting into tactical details here, Bob. Go ahead and take a break for the news on News Talk 550 KTSA. Did you want to see a small force remain in Afghanistan? Martha, and you know I'm not going to tell you what, uh, what my recommendation to our, to our president was. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. He was taking a nap at the time, and I didn't want to wake him. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Oy vey. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. There has been a uh, Pentagon briefing going on uh, concerning Afghanistan uh, with General Major General William Taylor and John Kirby. I guess we could check in for a few more minutes and see what they're rambling about. And Chairman Milley, they believe they get to a point where uh, they need to provide that advice and counsel to the president uh, about uh, an extension, then he'll do that. We just aren't there right now. And you heard the secretary say himself, if he had more time on the clock, he would absolutely use more time on the clock. But we're focused on getting this done by the end of the month. And secondly, for Major General Taylor, um, you'd mentioned that 42,000 have been evacuated since July. Uh, is that 42,000 just on military airlift, or does that include the commercial uh, and chartered planes? Yeah, so that, that total number is uh, U.S. military plus U.S. Uh, civilian State Department. Some of that was State Department uh, contract there that went out also and early on. Do you have on. any breakdown of the number of U.S. citizens in that 42,000 that have gotten out? Um, I do, but I don't have that right now. Idris? Uh, so just, just a couple of quick questions. Firstly, on the vaccine, this is would be specifically to Pfizer, right? That would be mandatory, or would it be other vaccines? Right now, we're focused on on the Pfizer vaccine because uh, of the FDA approval that came in this morning. And just another couple of quick ones, Tom. How many, I guess, Afghan soldiers remain in the perimeter? I think you had said five to six hundred a week ago. Is that still the number? I believe that's the operative number. And then um, how many Americans have been evacuated? I think you gave 2,500 Americans. Has that number changed? Uh, we, th we think that, uh, that uh, overall uh, we, we've 
we've been able to evacuate several thousand Americans. Uh, and I, I'd, I'd be reticent to get too more, more specific than that. But since the 14th, uh, we believe we have been able to evacuate several thousand Americans. Very quickly, lastly, so the last tabletop exercise for a new operation from HKIA was about three weeks ago. It was about three weeks ago. It was certainly before uh, Kabul fell. This was something that, and I've talked about this before, I mean, this was something that the Pentagon had been thinking about for a long time. I mean, as far back as late April, uh, when, uh, when we ha held a rehearsal of concept uh, exercise here at the Pentagon, looking at the retrograde and how that was going to parse out over and through the summer. Uh, a part of that conversation was the potential for noncombatant evacuation operations and what that would look like and how we would execute that. Nancy. Uh, thank you. I wanted to know if you could clarify a couple points that you made earlier. You said that um, any extension beyond August 31st would be the Secretary talking with the President. Would that decision include inputs from NATO allies, particularly those who say that they need more time? Is that a factor in the U.S. consideration about I think we would that? absolutely uh, consider the views and opinions of, of our allies and partners who also have people there and, and, and are, as the general brief, very much a part of those, moving people out. And have any of those NATO allies communicated to the um, United States that they need more time beyond August 31st? I'm not aware of specific conversations that we've had with respect to the, the deadline. Okay. And then on the perimeter, I'm having a hard time understanding when the President talked yesterday, he said about expanding that perimeter. Mm -hmm. Can you help me understand who's part of that? Is that U.S. forces, have they moved where they are where they're positioned from where they were a few days ago? Yeah, without and I want to be very careful here uh, uh, to talk about specific movements uh, at a tactical level on any given day. And um, so I'm just not going to do that, and I know that will be largely unsatisfying. All right. Let's see. <laughs> he started talking circles right now. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Once they start saying, well, we can't talk about tactical stuff. Nah, nah, nah. Well, she, she couldn't wrap her mind around the perimeter thing. <laughs> she couldn't wrap her mind around the perimeter. Oh, God, I hate everything. What a bunch of, what a nerd dance this is. What are you thinking? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's go to Heather. Heather, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good from Monday. What's on your brain? I have so many things I want to say. Um, my husband served in the Army for 26 years and have run across our sec death. He's a career politician, so that's why he's not giving his president better advice. So I'll put that out there. Mm. Um the past week has been just utterly horrifying for us to watch. Mm. Our family gave up like 16 months with mm. my husband away from my children and away from us, and we didn't know if he would come home. Um, so to watch it fall apart like this is an utter slap in the face to all military members who have served over there, all their spouses, all their children. It's I'm having a hard time keeping it together. It's awful. It's just awful. I can't well, imagine. That, blood on, that blood's on his hands. You know, mean tweet man and all orange man bad, he never would have done it this way. No. Because he had real respect. And Donald Rumsfeld being put in the ground today is probably just twisting in his coffin. Mm. Because he wouldn't have let it happen this way either. I agree, absolutely. Uh, Heather, uh, thank you so much for your call. Thanks. Thank you. Let's go to Dottie. Dottie, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Well, first of all, we all love you and hope you get to feeling better every day. Thank you so uh, much. What What worries me about this, and they really haven't mentioned it, is the Taliban or ISIS have been going to Americans' homes and asking to see their papers and gotten their papers and then kill the people. What's to stop them, since they all kind of resemble each other, no offense or anything, from taking those papers and then infiltrating our country like crazy. You know what I mean? Well, there's not, there's words, not a lot stopping them. I mean, it, 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 the whole thing is insidious because we, we do know they're going door to door. Right. And they're either looking for young girls or they're looking for people who were uh, associated with Americans uh, or right. they're looking for Christians and they're killing them. So, I, you know, what, what right. they do after that. You know, right. I don't know. But if they get their papers, right. you know, they can, like, get to the head of the line, get on the airplane, and eventually come over. And I tell you, I'm so disgusted with Biden. It, it's just absolutely unreal. 
And another thing, he keeps saying, well, they may extend the deadline. Well, they're not letting people, they're hardly letting people get to the air, air, airport or anything anyway. They're so, not, they're asking the Taliban. First off, they're, they're asking, they're saying, pretty please to the bad guys, please don't hurt our people, which I'm sure that's right. working. And then they uh, are asking, they said they're going to ask for the deadline to be extended. And, you know, it, it, these are bad guys. You don't ask them anything. Okay, know, you kill them is what you do. You freaking kill them, and that's what You're we're. Right. That's precisely what we're not doing. So You're I, you so know, right. I, well, I, I, thank you thank for the call. You. Thank you. I just want to get some other folks here. Here's uh, Wallace. How you doing, Wallace? Hey, you know, in the '60s we had a song called "Please, Mr. Custer." Well, somebody need to remake that and have Joe Biden sing. "Please, Mr. Taliban, let our people go." <laughs> it, it's sick. Uh, you know. Can you we're believe groveling. this? Cutthroat killers and drugs, and we're groveling and say, hey, guys, uh, would it be okay if you could, like, uh, escort our people to the airport? Oh, my you God. Know, we're, we're just fortunate that they haven't uh, studied Iran in the 70s crisis there because they've got a lot of, of potential ransom people there. And then, you know, oh, yeah. you think back even earlier, we had all those guys that uh, got captured in Cuba after the Bay of Pigs. We right. had to trade. Castro, we had to give Castro a bunch of farm equipment and tractors and all kinds of stuff. It was a big fiasco. But Joe's even outdone JFK and Jimmy Carter. Yeah, he Jimmy has. Carter's elated to no longer be the worst president we've ever had. No, I think we're looking at the worst president we've ever had. Uh, you know, I don't. And I appreciate the call, I, and I don't believe I'm overstating anything. I think you are witnessing the worst presidency this country has ever seen. Here's uh, Pete. Pete, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Hey, uh, given everything that's happened with Biden since day one, is it too soon to use the word impeachment? Is it not appropriate? I- I'm thinking more of the 25th Amendment, where he's he's not competent. That too, but before, well, yeah. Is it a toss-up then? I would imagine. I mean, impeachment is a is a process. I think if you if you could determine he's incompetent and can't actually do his job, does not have the capacity to do his job, I think you can invoke that amendment and and just yank his ass out of there. Of course, out of the frying pan into the fire, there you got President Kamala Harris, who was a complete idiot. But uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. There's got to be a change of some kind because we're not going to survive this. The world may not survive this. Abandoning Americans, you know. Yeah. That's it's nice. awful. I, I got to run, man. I appreciate the call. It's just freaking awful, man, what we're seeing unfold before our very eyes. It's just freaking awful. Hi, this is Trey Ware, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Happy Monday. Happy Stinking Monday. Phone lines are open. Yeah, I was mentioning a little while ago before we were so rudely interrupted by this bullcrap Pentagon briefing. <laughs> and yes, in fact, much of it is bullcrap. Or as we say on the eastern shore of Maryland, boo crap. That, uh, yeah, Chris was making fun of me because now once a day I run down the hall to the studios of the San Antonio sports star, Rob Thompson and his buddy there. All right, Chris, and I and I just I just pop in for a minute. I just talk smack. And uh and today was the first our first visit and because uh, we're all friends here. We're all one big happy family. <laughs> Chris was like, how, how did you fill so much time without saying anything? Because it's a sports I don't go in there and do sports analysis, man. No, I was wondering if it was five minutes of I don't know. Well, do I? I no, I don't talk about sports. I think I'm kind of the break from sports for a couple of seconds. I actually spent my time today talking about Madonna's 27 year old boyfriend lip locking with her and just how icky that was. Well, it's just kind of icky. Tongue wrestling's a sport. Yeah, that with Madonna, it's an endurance. And then they did that. They asked me about the Jeopardy thing. Because that's a big damn story. 
And why LeVar Burton isn't just a new Jeopardy host, I don't know. But they tried to bring in this piece of Wonder Bread that was the uh, the guy that was the executive producer of the show, and then he uh, they found him saying some not nice stuff. Talk about the woke culture, not saying some not so nice stuff uh, on on a podcast about people who are on unemployment. Because he can't do that anymore, right? He can't make fun of people on unemployment. And he was talking some smack about chicks, too. And so Mr. Wonderbread had to go away. And now they're going to have two hosts. They're going to have they're going to have LeVar Burton. I don't give a crap anyway. I I don't watch freaking Jeopardy. Dude asked me when's the last time you watched Jeopardy. I was like, well, it was back in the 80s before I discovered women and wine, alcohol and once I discovered alcohol and women, I stopped watching Jeopardy. I don't know. It happened. So just so you know, every day at around 9:30 I run my ass down the hall. I hang out with Rob Thompson and those guys for a few minutes. And no, I don't talk about sports. Because I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> you run down the hall. I speed walk down the hall. I slow speed walk down the hall. I crawl down the hall. Mosey swiftly. I, I mosey swiftly down the hall. Actually, can I get like a little cart? That you could you could just pull me down the hall and I could sit in. You want a trolley? I want a trolley. I want a trolley. I got a condition. I think I need a trolley to get round the station. Okay, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Robert, how you doing, man? Hey, man, Sean. Hey, yeah, I, I want to tell you thank you for what you do every day. Hey, God bless you. Man. Appreciate hey, it. Listen, this is what I think is going to happen, how it's going to go down for Biden. He is uh, currently, you know, unpopular, but it's majority of the right-wing people that don't think he's doing a good job. I think a lot of the left still think he's doing okay. Uh, what I think is going to happen is that Obama's going to throw him under the bus one more time. They're going to they're going to have to do another. They're going to have to give him another blunder to make so that it's clear to everyone, and then they're going to use the Twenty Fifth Amendment. I don't know. I think he's perfectly capable of that all on his own. I don't know if he needs Obama to provide him with a blunder. Well, to me, they're still running the show. He's oh, I agree. Running, you know, and I think they want it to be clear to everyone that he needs to go. So there's, there's two options. With, with I don't know, man. I think it's pretty clear now. Well, there's there's two options. One, his family can say he's not capable. That's Section Three. Section Four is that the Congress can say he's not right. So I'm thinking that they're gonna they're gonna do one more to make it clear, and then Congress is gonna take him. Out. I don't know if, we, if the earth can stand in one more mistake by George, I agree with by, you, by this guy, man. I appreciate the call, you know, because he's he's, you know, I mean the the damage to the political, the socio political. Let's say this this is what talk show hosts say to make it make you think they're smart. The geopolitical situation on planet Earth. Chris, can I address the geopolitical situation on planet earth right now it sucks bad guys lining up man bad guys lining up and we got an open border we got the covid we got the covids everywhere even got our little boogers and masks and scoop we got crime off the charts in just about every major freaking city in the uh, in this great republic of ours Weakness, man. Inflation, up the yin-yang, bad guys, uh, not only with the migrants and the dreamers. We got bad guys pouring across the border. You know, we got Barnaby Jones for a president about three years after that show was canceled. You know, he he don't know what the hell's, I don't even think he knows what the hell's going on, man. But at least we don't have mean tweets. At least we don't have those mean tweets. At least we have someone who's a little more presidential, Mr. Man. Isn't that right? He doesn't send mean to Do you know what he said over the weekend, Chris? He said, he said, uh, uh, all woke stuff leads, turns everything to S. He said the word. He said the S word. At least we don't have that. Joe Biden would never say the S word. He might call you a son of a bitch, but that's about it. <laughs> I was quoting the president. I can say that. But he doesn't say the S word. You know. 
Yeah, stinking doomed, man. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I, I, God, it's so su- it sucks to go on the air every day and have to talk like this. What do you, what do you want me to say? <laughs> hey, we made it through an entire weekend without Britney Spears showing her boobs. Uh, so there's uh, something to, there's something to look forward to, man. We made it through a whole forty eight hours and no boob shots from Britney. Life's looking up, man. It's all wine and roses from here on out, baby. Ugh. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh, you gotta laugh or you cry. You gotta laugh or you cry. Richard, how you I doing? Think you're right, Sean. What? Up, up until about a week ago, I thought the president was just an ignorant buffoon. Right. But now I've changed my mind on him. I think he's a dupe for the Chacoms and the Ruskies to destroy America. I mean, that's well, favorite. he's doing a bang up job of it. Yeah, he gets an A plus for that. I he's guess. doing a hell of a job destroying this country. If destroying this One country, if the, if destroying this country is the ultimate goal. Man, he's acing it. <laughs> yes, sir. I believe that's correct. <laughs> he really is at SOB. All right, yeah. laugh about it because the crime don't do any good. No, nope, that's true, man. Hey, Richard, I appreciate the call. Thank you. Man, it's been seven months. Okay, seven months. Seven months since all this began. Wrap your stinking mind around that. Uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. Still kind of monitoring this press conference out of the Pentagon. Still uh, saying they're going to try to complete evacuations by August thirty first. They're going to they're going to try. They're going to give it a good college shot, man. They're going to do their little best. I'm sure it's a real comfort to the people uh, who are hiding in their closets there. Uh, 210-599-5555. Let's see what you're thinking. Here's Hannah. Hannah, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Not too bad for a Monday. What are you thinking? I am thinking that this whole... Afghanistan thing is an absolute nightmare. You actually spoke to my mom, Heather, earlier, and Mm. I just wanted to come on here and say that these past 20 years have been my whole life. Mm. I have grown up knowing nothing but this war, and to see it go to absolute nothing is absolutely heartbreaking to me. Mm. And what I found out is that my peers, my, you know, 19, 20-year-old peers, know little to nothing about this. And Mm. when they speak about it, they know absolutely nothing, and they act as if it doesn't affect them. But what people don't understand is that this affects everything. This affects our whole country and how we're going to function not only here in the country, but, you know, in the Middle East forever. And I think it's absolutely heartbreaking, and I think that what Biden is doing right now is very telling. And I hope that the people who voted for him are getting a huge wake-up call. Well, I, you know, I th- so I, I think it's a shame because I, I encounter a lot of uh, folks your age, and a lot of them are completely disinterested in this or, or don't really understand what's going on, and uh, and I think that's sad. I think I think it's a major failure of our educational system for the most part, because it sounds like you've known about it through the experiences of your family, and uh, there's a real disconnect with this stuff. And this, the, the, and I think for a lot of younger people. They figure, well, what's this got to do with me? Well, it's got a lot mm-hmm. to do with you because it's shifting the power base uh, of the earth. Uh, new alliances are being formed. Uh, bad guys who, for the longest time, were kept at bay are are, are just being able to run rampant. Uh, we've had we we know we've had Taliban and and a lot of other bad actors crossing the border for the past seven months. This stuff is coming to our doorstep. Uh, apart from the 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 sacrifice of our military people who have given all in this fight for 20 years to just kind of flush it down the toilet like this is 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 a sin against humanity it really is it really is and it's absolutely heartbreaking to see that there is such a disconnect and i've been on social media and i've seen people comment things like you know the wives lost were a complete waste 
Mm. No matter how you feel about this war and how it's ended up, those lives lost were never a waste. I know people personally who lost their lives. Mm. They didn't die for nothing. No, and that's they didn't. what I really want to say out here. I really want to say that if you think that the lives lost were a waste, then I feel sorry for you because yeah. you don't know exactly what those families went through. And just think about who you're saying that to. You're not only saying that anonymously on the internet, you know, you're saying that to people who lost their lives, to children who lost their dads, their moms. This affects everyone. And it's going to be my generation's war and it might be my children's war one day. And it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. I appreciate you calling. You're absolutely right. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm in my fifties now. So, and I've been saying this for a while and I don't mean to sound depressing, but it's like, you got y'all are gonna have to live in the world that you're making right now, and and yeah. uh, I you know me my my it's not that I'm old and I'm done but you know it's 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 not it's, it's I, my impact on planet Earth is gone now, as far as being a young young people own the earth own the world to a certain extent, and there's a lot of stuff going on right now that yeah is going to determine how you live when you're my age how your friends live when they're when they're my age, how your kids are going to live. And it's it, it's troubling to me to to know that there are a, enough people who are more interested in staring at their video games and their phones and not really paying attention. But then again, they're not really being encouraged to do so by the public education system. And I think that sucks. But God bless you. You're 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 the prop. You're the re, you're the real woke. <laughs> you are. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. You're you're a badass. Thank you so much for the call. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, you too. Bye-bye. You know, it's not all of them, but man. You, 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 and you really have to, we, we, we really don't understand. Maybe not not until now have, have we realized, or are we realizing, just how vital to the survival of the human stinking race that young people are given a proper education. And by proper education, I mean what we used to call a well-rounded education, where you do, you have a working knowledge of, of how to communicate in, in language, whatever your language may be, whether it's written, composition, or spoken. There is a value to future generations that current generations have a a a, 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 a the ability to critically think and figure things out on their own. A working knowledge of history is so vital, it's important, so you don't screw it up in the future, because that's what we're seeing here. We're seeing on a larger scale what happened in Vietnam, a much larger scale. But we are repeating the sins of the past. And I think one of the things you'll see is that when you... Because uh, what's the old saying? Those who do not know history are doomed to repeat it. Okay, I think every time you do repeat it, you repeat it worse takes on more intensity we are repeating the mistakes of vietnam on a much grander scale and everyone's going to be affected at some point i mean it's it's mind-boggling uh that that we have young people who and i also blame uh to a certain extent social media and that's the numbingness of, of social media and the self-absorption of social media and really, with each younger generation, it's me, me, me. Look at me. What do I deserve? I was talking to my buddy the other day, a buddy of mine. He's a little older than me, but we're up roughly about the same age. And I said, how many times a day do you hear in, in marketing and on commercials the word deserve? We live in a culture right now where young people are more concerned about what they deserve than what they should do. <laughs> if that makes sense. And uh it's a weakness. It's a weakness in our country. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take a break, then we'll come back and hit the phones. Sandra and Joey, hang on. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Hey, this is David Van Camp and you're listening to News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one oh seven one. Stay connected. I'm sorry, I'm not feeling well today. I, it's not my condition. I just can't. Really wish I'd never seen Madonna kissing that 27 year old dude. You know, it's. Ugh. 
Well, actually, it just looks like it tastes like granola and vodka. You know what I mean? Ugh. Don't ever do that again. If you want a lip lock, just keep it to yourselves, please. Must it be international news? You know what I mean, Chris? Like kissing her would be like kissing paper mache, you know? Ooh. Oh, yeah, Afghanistan. Um, it's like Polly did. Ugh. <laughs> like a fix-a-dead. Right, here's, here's Sandra. Sandra, how you doing? Good. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm doing all right. You know, yeah. basically. I'm just a little disappointed in our world right now. And, yes, our education system has failed, but also our parents have failed. Our parents of these kids have failed, too, by not keeping their children informed and realizing how well they have it in the United States. They really don't. You look at these Antifa punks in Portland. They have no clue how good they have it, man. Yeah. None. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call. They really don't. Here's Joey. Joey, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, man? Not much, man. What are you thinking? I got a I got a question and then a comment. Okay. Um, so, what is what is what are you most angry about that Biden finally pulled a trigger and started pulling out of Afghanistan, or is it the method that we're going about it? Because would you rather we stay there another twenty years? And no. Send, send send more kids there to die, or pull everybody out now. I, I was fine with the way Trump was doing it. Okay. Now, my other thing is, what's the what? In your opinion, what is the greater evil? Being vaccinated or wearing a mask? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think okay. I, they're both different because, things uh, for me. You know, I, I consider them both different uh, critters. Okay. So, which one do you do at work? Because I know Alpha Media follows CDC guidelines, and if you're not fully vaccinated. You have to wear a mask all day. No, I'm, I'm vaccinated. So so you're vaccinated. Yeah. So actually, the lesser of two evils is wearing a mask then. I I guess, man. I'm not sure what you're saying. I have totally different thoughts about the masks. Well, I'm, I'm trying to say this because of all the outrage about the kids wearing masks. If, it, if the whole world is worried about protecting kids from going to war or going to school and getting sick, I mean, what's the big deal about wearing a mask? I don't know. Do you, do, you, do you think you don't think it's going to be an issue for like a six or seven or eight year old kid to sit behind a mask I, all all day long? I'm 52 years old and I have a nine year old granddaughter, a six year old grandson. They worn a mask last the entire year of last year. Their grades didn't drop a bit, right? So I'm saying, what's the, maybe we're the exception to the rule, or maybe my daughter took the extra time and put in the extra work instead of bitching and moaning about wearing a mask at school. It's to protect the kids, man, or to protect. The What's the hard science on the? What's the science on the masks? Well, the science is people live, people die. I no, mean, no, 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 that's, no. What's the science? But you, you have conservative radio hosts dropping. No, I'm, I, I'm asking you, what is, what is the, is the science? What is, what science is the masks wearing the mask based on? Um, the science is that the CDC does. Well, what do they say about it? That's why they have a memo in your. In your what do they say? What do the CDC say about, say about the masks? That you have to wear a mask. No, no, no. What I, again? You're you're missing my point. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what I want to know is what's the what si- what's the scientific you? argument for the masks? It's to be safe, man. Yeah, but it's that's not an ar- that's not a scientific argument. But would you rather die or wear a mask? Okay, now, you're answering a question with a question. What I'm asking you is, why do you believe the the, the masks work? Because I believe that. I believe the science, man. But what is the science? The science is that your risk is lowered if you wear a mask. That's not science. That's you just saying something. What what actual science do you have that tells you you that the masks do anything? Listen, brother, I don't want to argue with you. Yes, you do. That's why you called up. No, no. I just wanted to make the comment that if... No, you you didn't. You called up to argue with me. Now you're saying you don't want to freaking argue. But, I know, but if you were against masks, why do you wear one? I'm not against masks. I just don't think they work. Duh. I know, but you have to wear one every day. I wear one when I have to. I wear one when I have to go in some place where I have to wear a mask. Like indoors where you're at right now. That, no, I don't have to wear one right now. Fully vaccinated. We went over right that already. What? We went over that. He's not listening. He, he's not listening. We already went over that already, right? Oh, yeah, hang on.
Okay. Go put your mask on and do whatever you want, man. But don't call up and say, let me argue about something, and then say, I don't want to argue with it. <laughs> I've been vaccinated. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a song, doesn't it? That sounds like a soul. I've been vaccinated all night long. I've been vaccinated. I'll probably get vaccinated some more. I've been vaccinated. Maybe I get me a booster. Cause I've been vaccinated. Maybe you should be vaccinated though. Yeah, ask yourself. When I, Cause I ask about the science of the mask. How come Nuremberg doesn't, doesn't seem compelled to wear a mask when he doesn't really feel like he needs to with a judge? The beautiful people don't wear masks when they don't, when it, when it puts them out too much. Well, let me ask you a question, Sean. <laughs> two plus two equals what? Let me ask you a question, Sean. All right. That was fun. Uh, all right, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, we'll do it all again tomorrow. Uh, we'll have more news on the world going to hell. I'm going to get back here on tomorrow Monday. Mark the Van Cam and Robbins will be up next to tell you about the world going to hell. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.